Welcome, everybody. Today is October 24th, 2021. This is the Mystery Book Discussion Group. And today we are discussing the book Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier. Uh, first, we're going to have a remembrance of our former facilitator, Ann Parsons, who died at the beginning of October. Uh, Ann was the first person I ever met on any of the Accessible World group because I started coming to this this meeting after I got my Victor Reader stream in 2008. She was always a pleasure to, 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 to read on the email list, talk to, and uh, to have book groups with, and I'm going to miss her. Uh, fortunately, I got to meet her in the Rochester, at the Rochester ACB meeting, uh, so I, I count myself lucky that I got to meet her there. But uh, uh, you know, if, if anybody wants wants to share a remembrance of Anne, I, I know I know we're all going to miss her before we get to, uh, to discussing Rebecca. So uh, uh, this is Sherry. I got to meet Anne in Rochester too. It was nice. I also had Ann speak to our local ACB group about starting your own business. This was just in the last year or so. And she did an excellent job. Everybody thought she was really interesting and informative. She was really a smart woman um, and apparently had her own business for quite some time and doing different things. And uh, she did do a lot of things with book groups too. She used to come to the sci-fi book group all the time and we read her book that she wrote in sci-fi the demis which was an excellent excellent book yeah this oh, is bob wonderful. if i may um i we were talking before the program about what a terrible year losing friends this was one of the terrible hits of the year um i knew Anne. she started the mystery book club in uh, 2007 i believe and i i, I had the honor to meet her in Rochester. We were there. She really pushed the convention. She convinced my wife to go to an art gallery. She wasn't going to go. And Anne said, please go. You will enjoy it. And she did. And it was totally accessible in Rochester. The lady would bend over backwards to make sure that it was hands-on. And Ruth Ann was raving about it. Anne ran all the religious uh, events, all of them, for all denominations at the convention. She was, she'll be sorely missed. She was, she was tough. She demanded excellence, but one thing, she may scold you, she may whatever, but she was there to help. Now, after I've scolded you, you get a private letter. What can I do to help you? You know, and she was that kind of a person. She, she's irreplaceable and we'll yeah. miss her very much. And I know her soul that, that she's where she should be. Thank you. Well, I never met her, but I liked her so much and admired her for what she was. She loved classical music. She was um, really so smart, so interested in learning, and 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 she had a little edge to her, but she was so nice, and she was always considerate. Um, of, of like, the, the, she would ask me if a, a, a Jewish holiday was on, if, if we could have the book club on that date. And just very, very considerate of everybody. And, and it just doesn't seem right without her. I mean, 
and 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 she seemed to go so fast, and it's just. I'm so sorry that we lost her. But anyway, Mrs. that's enough from me. This is Madame. And I only knew Anne here at the Buffalo's. Never met her in person. But she was always so interesting, such good comments on the books, always welcomed me, and had such a sincere voice. You could tell something about her personality just by the sound of her voice. And I was shocked to hear of her death, and I'm very sorry and saddened about it. That's all for me. Um, this is Sally. I did not know Anne personally, but I knew her through this group and through the writing group behind our eyes. And I think one of the best tributes to Anne is that we're all here today on this call. Um, you know, she set it up, and it kept going, and, you know, we're going to keep it going. And um, from what I hear, that's the kind of person she was. Yeah, I'll say it. If anybody's going to be up in heaven, Anne's going to be one of them. She was, yep. she was, a, oh, she, was she, she, she was first class, no, no doubt about it. And, uh, and since, since you mentioned the, you know, the group, y'all be thinking about what y'all want to do. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to lead this today and stuff, but if somebody wants to take over as facilitator, we, we welcome you. And uh, we can chat about that if we have time at, at, at the end and stuff. But uh, uh, I've had a couple of people mention it to me. So uh, uh, I, we can vote on it however y'all want to do it. I, I'm not going to make a decision about it. So, uh, but we can we can come to a consensus as a group if you want to. So start thinking about it. So anybody else want to make any other comments before we start uh, discussing yeah, Rebecca? I, I, I did. Um, okay. This is Liz. Yeah. And yeah. I, I knew Anne from book groups only. I never met her. Um, but when she read, when we read her book, I, I, we read it in World of Books, and not World of Books, um, fictional to new, I believe. Oh, sci-fi. And, sci-fi. Well, no, no, it wasn't. It was. I thought we it was read fiction it in, old and new myself. We, oh, we okay. did. We read it in Yeah. You may have read it in science fiction too. In fact, I think they mentioned it's that you know before book. they went to the format where everybody just presents a book. I think they might have read mm. it. You know. Mm. Oh, right. Okay. But I loved the book, and yeah. when she was talking about that, she had two more. Um, installments kind of in the in the hopper kind of thing I was so excited and you know, I was like oh I feel so sad um, but I, I just feel sad in general you know, just she she seemed like a very nice person she was dedicated she had a very laid-back way of running the group club and you know the group discussion um, and I just you know I was really sad when she passed and I'm sorry that I didn't get a chance to meet her others Okay, well, uh, I, I I didn't do a lot of research on Daphne de Maurier. She was born in 1907. She died in 1989. She was 81 when she died. Uh, she, I, I read on Wikipedia, I think that Rebecca is still in print. I think it was published in 1938. It's never gone out of print. Never gone out of print. Never gone out of print, which really surprises me, but I'll save that for when I make my comments. (laughs) But uh, 
but uh, uh, anyway, I, 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 I'm just going to call on folks. And uh, I'm I'm really curious to see what everybody has to say about about uh, Rebecca. So uh, Sally Rosenthal, since you picked this, Jim, why don't you go first? Since it's my fault, right? <laughs> um, I'll just fill you in a little more on Daphne de Maria. She was born into a theatrical family. Her um, grandfather and her um, father were both actors and producers. Um, she had two other sisters one of whom was a writer and one of whom was a painter. She was born into London society, but chose to leave that and go to Cornwall, which was um, the outer end of the world at that point, and settled in a small fishing village called Foy, F-O-W-E-Y, and lived there for practically the rest of her life. She wanted to buy a large house named Menabili. It was an old um, house that needed to be brought back to life. Unfortunately, the owners didn't want to sell it, so she rented it for a number of years and lived there. And when the owners wanted it back, she moved to a small house on the property called Kilmarth and lived there with her West Highland Terriers until she died. Her husband, um, Sir, the, his name, nickname was Boy Browning. He was, uh, I believe, a general or higher rank, at least, in the British Army. And if anyone has seen the movie A Bridge Too Far, um, someone said to his character in this movie, Sir, I think we've gone a bridge too far, and as a result, lost a lot of um, British troops. Um, she had three children, um, one, one of whom, a son, still lived around Menabili. I'm not sure about the two daughters. I, I know they're still alive, Tessa and Flavia. Um, but she wrote a number of books throughout her life, she um, wrote what at the time was a lot of macabre fiction, but she was really ahead of her time. Um, she, some of the things you might remember were my cousin Rachel. Rebecca was undoubtedly her, her best known, but she's known for a number of short stories. I think someone mentioned The Birds, which Alfred Hitchcock um, took and turned into a movie, but the story is very different. Um, she was a very complex character. She was not very forthcoming for interviews. Um, she was seen as very kind of standoffish, but she really just liked to live with herself and her family in Cornwall. And um, one thing I always liked, what I read about her. There's an excellent biography that's in NLS called Daphne du Maurier by Margaret Forster, F-O-R-S-T-E-R. Um, she always answered fan mail as long as someone sent her a stamped envelope, um, gave them a personal reply. So um, she's been one of my favorite authors since I was in high school and I've actually been to Cornwall three times, and I've been to Foy, which was um, 
one of the high points of my trips there. And what did I think of Rebecca? This is one of my favorite books. Sorry, Alan, or I wouldn't have recommended it. I don't usually well, reread. Uh, well, I figured it was one of your favorite books. You don't have to apologize to me. I mean, I yeah. know, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I, I don't usually reread books, but I've read Rebecca at least five times. I first read it in high school, and you know, at the time, everybody was reading Victoria Holt and things like that. And this was kind of a literary, to me, literary Victoria Holt. But as I read it um, later and later in life, and again last year for another book club. I realized just what a complex story it was, what a good character study, and um, it, it it's just, I can't say enough about it. I think the um, movie version of it um, had to be changed because of the movie code at the time. Um, Maxim could not have been seen as the killer, um, so that was a bit different. But I really... I think she did an excellent job with characters, um, bringing them out, setting them against the culture and the background of the time. Um, and that's, that's far more than I should have said. So who's next? All right. Thank you. Thank you, Sally. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Which, uh, so which version did you read this time or last time you read it? I, I read... Um, Anna Massey narrating on Audible, um, and okay. I thought she was she was excellent. Okay, yeah. If you if, if people would say which, I know there there are two versions on Bard. I think, or at least two that I yeah. saw Dale Carter and Barbara Carter, Caruso. Sure. Yeah, let I me think know there which are two on Audible. Right. Two. One of them is something called Audible Tracks, which has music in the background, which I mm. which I mm. couldn't. Stand so I, I yeah I'm not a fan to, of that either yeah, yeah I I switched to um, just Anna Massey and I I found her reading of it excellent um, good deal but, okay yeah very nice thank you Sally all right uh, mm-hmm. Bob oh my I truly enjoyed the book I thought of uh, I, I I'm not good at uh, you know. We, we talk about fiction, old and new and old, but I thought of it. Why did I think of Jane Eyre? I thought of the Bronte sisters. I said, hooray, we're not just reading. And I like some of Danielle Steele, but too many of the book club leaders forget about old literature. Like Victoria Holt can write Mary Stewart. It was a great book, great character development. And that didn't mean, as Anne used to say, what characters did you like the most? Which did you dislike? Um, the 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 big thing is Rebecca won the struggle. You know, there there were programs, um, Lux Radio Theater, which some of you, you might know, had Sir Lawrence Olivier. I think he played in the movie, if I'm if Sally can correct yeah, me. Yeah. But he, he was he, I I'm going to listen to the Lux program. I don't doubt that I'll see the movie because he's a fabulous a fabulous actor. And I'm gonna make it short, but I just I uh, you know uh, I'm sorry that, you know, I don't know how to do this. In old time radio, we had our gal Sunday. Could a little girl from Cripple Creek, Colorado, live with an English lord? Uh, And she did. Maybe that's soap opera. But this little girl was just intimidated by Mrs. Danvers. 
Uh, I won't change anything. Uh, Maxim's a boss, you know, and so forth. And then he ends up being the killer and she covers for him uh, and so forth. And that was uh, distressful a little bit to me, but the ending was absolutely fabulous. Thank you, Sally, for recommending it. Oh, and you're uh, welcome. I'm going to, you know, I truly enjoyed it. I didn't think I would. I said, oh my gosh, it was like old England, but old England with cars. Thank you. <laughs> so I, I'm curious the, in, in the movie, if, if they didn't have Maxim killing her, how did they end the movie then? I mean, how, how did Rebecca die? Who killed her? Is uh, Sally, have you seen the movie or what? Are you the one that's um, commented yeah, on it? Yeah, go ahead. Someone funny. was going to say something. You did it. Was it a suicide in the movie? Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. we, because they, we, we read the book and we listened to the movie. Both. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Because she right. um, had cancer. That, um, and yeah, then movie, it was suicide. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think they did that, Alan, too, in some of the the theater dramification. They didn't want to, if there's such a word, they didn't want to say he killed her. They said she committed suicide. Yeah. Uh, okay. Not yeah. Well, all right. Well, I, uh, I, I, I'm not going to try to excuse uh, uh, the, the the media censors and stuff. Mm-hmm. I always think truth is better. So, but 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 what? There you go. Let's see. Uh, all right, Ladon. Yes. Every once in a while, you'll open a book and the author just grabs your heart and they know you're not going to be able to put down the book until it's over with. And for me, this definitely was not one of those books. I tell you what, I really didn't enjoy it too much. Maybe that shows how little taste I have since it's such a classic. But as I was reading it, I was thinking about Alan. I said, Alan cannot like this woman. The whole book is about her worries. And, and is she good enough? Can, can she tell the maid what to do or, or take over the housework? Or even when she went to the inquest and at the inquest, she heard, the testimony, and she passes out, and they take her home, and she's sat at home thinking, oh, my husband's going to go be arrested for murder. He's not going to come home. You know, she was so worried about that. I thought she was a weak person, or not a strong person. Now, let's see, she was just a kind of a go-along uh, person, and Unless I misunderstood what I read in the book, at the inquest, they said it was suicide. And her cousin could not believe it because he thought she was in love with him and was going to run off with him. And, that, and that's why her husband killed her, because he was so jealous. He wanted to prove that. And when they went to the doctor, and the doctor said she had cancer and she just probably could not thin it. So it ended up that she committed suicide. Lastly, I read 
the Bard book. I don't know whichever one came up. I don't know which one it was. But I did not enjoy the bit at the end of the book, after the end of the book, about her renting that house. What purpose is that to this story? I had no, no idea. So I did not enjoy it that much. And uh, although I do see how this could be make a good movie, I think it was made in 1940 with Olivia de Havilland, I think, as Rebecca, and, and, uh, and with the photography and the way, is she, is he guilty? Did he kill her? And I was wondering how, if he did kill her, how in the world would she live with a husband who killed her, killed his first wife? It would be, it would be something that impossible. But I didn't think she was strong and just worried through all the book. You know, did she sit down and eat right? Everything. That's, that's me for now. I may have more later. Okay. Thanks, LaDon. Uh, Pat and Tom. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, I was, as I was saying, um, we read uh, the book. It was, um, the version was uh, with uh, Barbara. Uh, I, I don't know the name. Caruso. Caruso. She was, yeah, she was the yeah. narrator. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, as far as the book, I don't know. I I really, actually, I like the movie better than the book. Uh, I thought the book, you know, um, the character, uh, which I don't know. I don't think she was ever even given a name other than. No, she wasn't. She wasn't. Yeah. yeah, other than Mrs. DeWinter. Um, she was never, uh, nobody ever um, mentioned her first name at all. Uh, and so, yeah, she she was really, um, I thought, you know, very insecure throughout. There was a lot of, um, uh, and of course, a lot of descriptions of nature, too, which were um, not, you know, not part of the movie. And and I I felt that um, when we listened to the movie that she seemed to come across a, a much stronger person, I thought. But anyway, um, so yeah. So that's basically what I thought. Tom, she was uh, she was really taken back by I don't know the whole went. The, the husband, the, his, the with uh, Maxim, um, she was really taken by him. And she didn't really know about Rebecca until, until she really got there, I don't think. You know, and um, I think she was a little taken back by that, you know, you know, um, like Rebecca was really loved by everybody, but everybody there, and um, she really didn't realize that. And she was really surprised when she he told her that he, he hated her, <laughs> that Maxim hated her, and so um, I don't. Know, so I got more interested towards the end of the book than. Um, the beginning, her romance with Maxim. You know, she was sort of 
didn't have a very good, well, very good upbringing. And um, didn't seem to be uh, towered by that, um, the woman that was. Mrs. Danvers. Mrs. Not the, not the, not the, not the. Um, oh, the one that she worked for? Yeah, yeah. She was Before. really towered by that. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think she really came into it. Her own and towards the end, the end was actually she realized how she she felt about it, and um, she didn't want to believe anything that he wants. He didn't want to believe the idea that he took her life. And uh, uh, well, I, I'm gonna say she didn't seem to come into her own till she uh, realized that. Uh, uh, Maxim didn't love Rebecca better than her. Yeah. That, that's when she seemed to be yeah. around. But Another thing I wanted to mention too, though, was um, I don't know if, uh, if Marx is on here, but I was, I was thinking of her two hour rule. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't think this book um, went very much by the two hour rule because it didn't really get interesting until I know. <laughs> About, uh, about 10 hours. hours into it, yes, that's, that's what Alan's going to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Is is or so are y'all done, or do you want to say anything else? I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Tom, you done? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought I liked the like the after it really got going, but at the beginning, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, uh, Sherry Wells. I loved this book. I read it twice. Once was so long ago that it was either high school or college, and I read it in print. And then I know I read it on, well, I don't even know if it was Bard then, but uh, I have no idea who the narrator was. I thought it, it is written in a literary style, which is somewhat slower paced than what we're used to these days. But oh, the yeah. character <laughs> development was just so good. This poor woman was just so insecure and scared. And there were so many surprises in the book. Here you think Rebecca's this fantastic person that no one can live up to. Surprise, she's a horrible person that no one but Mrs. Danvers can stand. And then the mm. surprise of, you know, finding her body. And then the surprise of, oh, my gosh, she had gone to the doctor and had cancer. And I, I just thought there was surprise after surprise. I I. I really loved the book. I've read some other Daphne du Maurier books that I've liked, but this is certainly my favorite one. And the first line in the book, um, I'm probably not going to quote it exactly, something about last night I dreamed of Mandalay. That gets quoted all the time when people are talking about literature yeah. and people's yeah. favorite first lines and stuff like that. So that's a very memorable thing, too. And And I just, I'm Glad to have another reason to revisit it, even though I didn't read it again. Just remembering all these things about it brought back fond memories. So glad you chose it, Sally. Thanks. Okay. Uh, Joni. Well, um, I read Rebecca in high school when I was a senior in high school. I read it in Braille. And um, and I loved it. I've read it several times. Um, Bob is probably the only person that 
knows this, but Orson Welles had, I get, which, I get mixed up as to whether it was the Mercury Theater, but it was, I believe, in 1938, um, he had Daphne du Maurier on as a guest, and I believe that she was in Toronto and uh, CBS New York got in touch with her and talked to her about the book. And, of course, the unique thing in this book is that the name of the, I guess you would say the main character, is never mentioned. And Orson asks Mr. Morier, what's now, can you tell us, we want to know what the name of the character is. And she said, oh, well, I can't speak anymore. Got to go. So <laughs> nobody ever knew the name of the, the character. But um, I have read the book several times, not recently. We did read it for this club, I think, many, many years ago. And I I loved it. I think the character development, and I think this this little girl was taken from nothing, and before she knew it, she was put into a situation that she had no idea of how to handle it. And she was afraid of everybody, of Maxim, of Mrs. Danvers, who... My God, having to live up to Mrs. Danvers and, and <laughs> she didn't know to how to scare anybody. <laughs> Absolutely. And what did this little girl know about running a, a house? And, I mean, she didn't know what a morning room was. She didn't know what this and that was. And she couldn't believe that anybody would be calling her Mrs. DeWinter. And... um uh, I just love this book too, and I've read other Daphne du Maurier books, and I, well, I like this one. Of course, this one. I think this is such a classic, and this will always remain. I'm glad it's still in print, and I hope that uh, some writing classes. Uh, I'm sure they don't read it in high school, but then I don't know what they read in high school anymore. But. Um, <laughs> I, I loved it, and, and I would recommend it to people. And um, I don't remember who, probably if it was Dale Carter that read the Bard version. Yes. I, I When I read it the uh, other times that, that I read it, I read her version. I always loved Dale. and um, uh, But, I, you know, of course, my first love is Braille and... When I read it in high school, I was just, I was thrilled about it. And and it's so interesting when you read a book, when you're a teenager and you read it many, many years later, of mm. course, everything's, everything looks so different to you because you're, you're whole, uh, you've grown up and you're not a teenager anymore and, uh, so you're, the aspects of it change for you, but 
Sally, thank you for recommending it. Oh, I'm glad you're I didn't, I didn't, didn't have to reread it to remember how much I really, really liked it. So thank I you. just wanted to throw something else in. Um, there's an English novelist and nonfiction writer, Susan Hill, who was, she's still alive, but she was a big fan of Daphne du Maurier, and she got the family's permission to write a sequel. Mm. And it's called Mrs. De Winter, and you oh. never oh. learn her name. Oh, huh. wow! Now, yeah, is it good? Is Did it available? Like it? Um, yeah, I, I read it, it from NLS about twenty-five years ago. I don't remember too much about it, but I do remember the fact that you never found out her name. Mm. Um, she was <laughs> always Mrs. De Winter. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thanks. Thanks, Joni. Uh, Betty Gray, uh, I think you may be new. Uh, I, I assume your last name's not admin, but uh, uh, but uh, you want to have any comments? Is anybody else seeing Betty Gray admin's name on here, or is it just me? She's muted. Okay, I assume you don't want to talk. Uh, Liz. Hi. Um, okay, so this time I was listening to the Barbara Caruso um, reading, um, which I, okay. I remember, I read this in college, and I remember really loving it um, as a, from the perspective of like a 21-year-old girl, you know? <laughs> From I, I think I just wasn't in the mood for the literary kind of flavor of it right now because I found it really boring. <laughs> Sorry. Don't apologize. Um, I'm going to have comments yeah. along those lines. What's my turn? Yeah. Um, I had recently watched Netflix um, did a um, movie on Rebecca, and it was really very good. Um, we I just, hmm? That's the one that we watched. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Netflix. I, I enjoyed their interpretation of it. Um, I think the thing, the the uh, I the the character that just drove me crazy was Mrs. Danforth. I mean, I just how cruel, you know. I felt I I perceived her as being cruel to the new Mrs. De Winter. It wasn't her fault about you know that Rebecca was you know gone and I, I don't know. I just looked at, but to set her up. I mean that that whole thing, you know. Here, why don't you wear this outfit to the masquerade ball? I mean that just I don't know. Yeah. I, I had a struggle with it. Um, again, I remember really, really liking it when I was younger, and now I, I think I just wasn't in the mood, or I just didn't have the patience for it. Or um, so it, it certainly doesn't take away from the literary quality of the book. It just, it just is the place that I'm at right now with it. So, <laughs> but, but thanks. It was, it was interesting reading. Okay. If you want to read this on a wintry day, cold day, curl <laughs> up and read it. And then you'll get a different look out of it. Thank you. Um, uh, my, uh, opinion was, a my, opinion, my opinion about that would be on a cold day, read something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see. Uh, Marshall. Hi. Zoom out. U.S. has new window. I uh, hope you can hear me. I usually mute myself. Yep, you're, you're coming through loud and clear. I must great. have, I must have, I lost track of time and didn't start it until like <laughs> Wednesday, so I didn't get very far into it. 
I haven't made an opinion yet, but I'm going to have a hard time with the literary style of the book. Um, it kind of reminds me of a book written by Shirley Jackson called The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, yes. Or the, yeah. the Haunting is a movie, and it's, it's still a movie I can't think about uh, without having to leave the light on, even though I can't see anymore. Because um, the movie scared me so badly. And so I don't have much to say about the book, but it's interesting because I was reading A Bridge Too Far, which is a story about a British attempt to win World War II in 19... 19- yeah, Cornelius Ryan. Is yeah, the in 1944. And it turns out the husband of Daphne de Borier was the commander of the British division that jumped yeah. into Germany. Right. Um, but that's all I've got to say. I am going to try and finish the book off, but I'm afraid it's going to be very painful unless it gets a lot more interesting to me. <laughs> it, it, won't. Uh, it, it gets, it gets a lot more interesting about you the 14th hour. So yeah, about the 14th hour. So, uh, uh, uh okay. Uh, uh, Randy. I haven't finished it yet. I'm reading the audible version. And because I, I think the British reader adds more to the story. And, but I'm really enjoying it. It's a book I've always wanted to read, and I can't believe I never read it because it is a classic. But, yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. I started reading it, and before I knew it, I was three hours into it. So, good choice. <laughs> Oh, okay. But I like the classics. I like some of the classics. So, okay, all right. Well, uh, thanks. Uh, and and I, I, I'm getting ready to leave, so, uh, but I'm, I'm going to talk fast. Uh, I'm going to admit right up front, I'm not a big fan of literary fiction. So, th- th- there it is. I mean, I, I like to read for entertainment, and I did not find this book at all entertaining. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 you know, it, it just, you know. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm entitled to my opinion. So, you know, uh, obviously it's different than, than most of y'all. I, it, 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 the, the mystery was whether I was going to be able to, 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 to finish the book or open a vein to get through it. Cause it was, it, you know, <laughs> it, it, I just found it. It, it, it was, it, it was just it. totally uninteresting. I mean, y- y'all know, I like strong women characters. And if any character never deserved to have a name, it's the one in this book. I mean, uh, you know, uh, the woman acted like she was more like 13 years old instead of early 20s or mid-20s, whatever she was. But, uh, I mean, that one scene when Ms. Danvers called her on the house phone and asked for Mrs. DeWinter, and she said, well, no, she's been dead for a year. I thought, Jesus, how stupid can you be? I mean... I, 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 I don't know. I, you know, I, 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 I didn't like the woman. I, I, I thought the mystery was why in the world did we not find out that Rebecca was a bitch until 12 hours into the damn book? I, yeah. I don't know. It right. just, you know, I, 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 you know, don't I, hold I, back, I, Alan. I'll tell I, you I, really I, feel. I, you know, hold back. You know, that's fine. I mean, uh, uh, I mean, those were some of the things I just didn't like about it. And, you know, I mean, I, I realize Daphne du Maurier does, you know, doesn't have a book still in print since 1938 without being a good writer and stuff. I, yeah, I got that. But I, yeah, I'm just not a fan 
I, I mean, hearing about the flowers would have been nice one time. I didn't need to hear about the damn flowers 15 times in the book. And, you know, uh, you know, and I and I dreamed about Mandalay last night. It was a damn nightmare. So, yeah. So, but, 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 but uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, 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 I just I, I really did not like the I mean. I mean, I like Maxim as good as anybody. I mean, I mean, at least at least the guy had the stones to kill somebody that needed killing. It sounds like. Of course, I'm talking like I'm talking like Jack. Alan, I would love to have you on a literary program on BBC Radio. Oh yeah, my God, that's funny. That, that would really laugh at the hit from Mississippi. Well, hey, hey, nobody told me Rebecca was from Mississippi since she was having sex with her first cousin. Now, so there you go. But uh, 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 but, but you know, I I don't know, I. Uh, it, it, it just, I think it would have been better as a short story. I would have liked it better as a short. It just seemed like it took too long to get to to, to get to the point, you know. And and of course, you know, like, like I said, that's I, at least I've made some of y'all laugh. So you know that, that that's worthwhile. But but I mean, I think I think I was right to think of you then when I was. Well, you yeah about. yeah. When Alan, you have you ever read thought, uh, Wuthering Heights and some of those? They take oh, a see, I, I, I love Wuthering Heights. Did you read those Jane in school? Eyre. Jane Eyre. Yeah. I yeah. love yeah. Jane Eyre. Wuthering Heights, I couldn't yeah. get into as much, but I love I, I've Jane not Eyre. read those, but I, I generally liked classics and stuff. Okay. I just finished that. Fair enough. Anna Green Gables. I loved Anna Green Gables. Okay. I thought mm-hmm. it was great. But, uh, uh, but, well, one uh, of the things about not, one of the things about having not read the book for a long time is that you forget that it's so long and you forget that it has all these literary things that you kind of, you know, you don't think of those things. You just think about the the story. So yeah. I forgot about all the literary boring stuff, but I remember thinking it was boring too in some places and yeah. in a lot of places. Well, I, 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 and, I, and I like that, but don't get me wrong. I really like the British and stuff, and, and, you know, but, you know, but, but I think, I, I think it was mainly just the the, the style and all the literary stuff, and it just t- taking too long to to get to the point. And I've, I mean, I have to admit, I've gotten spoiled to reading, you know, Could trash you, and, and, and entertainment stuff, and you know, I, I like to get to the point faster. You know, that, that's me. So, but uh, if if I may ask one question before we end here, how did you feel when she says uh, this this servant girl? I love him. He's a killer, but I'll live with him forever. How, how did uh, maybe Sally or someone can give us some insight into what Daphne was thinking there? Because sometimes you feel sympathetic to the servant girl, Miss Lady De Winter. One of but the, then she uh, says at the end, I'll stay with him. I read about her. Um, they did a movie of a remake of My Cousin Rachel a couple years right. ago. And they said at that time that one of the themes that ran through Daphne Du Maurier's book all of her books, and people didn't talk so much about it in the earlier ones, Mm -hmm. was that sex equaled power. And in this book, um, when the second Mrs. De Winter really gained some power and saw Maxim as someone she loved, was when Rebecca lost her power. Mm -hmm. And she was able to really see Maxim as a strong person and someone she loved. Um, you know, I think that's okay. that was the core of the book. Whether, you know, he was right or wrong or she was right or wrong, 
um, that really didn't have anything to do with okay. what Daphne du Maurier was saying. It was just what did these two people and this third person who wasn't really there, um, what did they each have in power and yes. have over each so, other? Um, so that, that's I my think, take too, on it. When, when you have a woman who's so cowed and insecure and scared, mm-hmm. it's not at all a surprise that she would that stay with anyone with who would have her. Okay. I yeah. mean, you look yeah. at all the battered women that stay with men who beat yeah. the crap out of them, and they're worse than Maxim by a hundred yeah. times. Yeah. And yeah. She, she doesn't have the self-confidence to leave. The first thing that drove me nuts about the character was, uh, well, not the first thing, I guess, but when she first arrived and uh, she's the, the, what's that lead lady? Uh, uh, that managed the house. What was her name? Anyway, when she was talking to her and she said, well, I'll leave everything up to you. I thought a, a character with any strength would have said, well, now let me meet all its servants because there were a lot of servants and then go down and find each one's name and ask them what they do and so forth. And she did do that in the book. So that drove me nuts. And I thought, you know, if there's somebody just doesn't know what she's all about. She just go along. But the socialite said, Mrs. Hopkins, or whatever her name was, that she was a servant for the first, hit it on the nose. She is, he just want, he wants you to run his house. He said, he doesn't yeah. love you. He, he, you know, you're crazy. You won't survive there. And she almost barely did. When she misses Van something or other, I can't remember her name. She was Van an American. Hoffman. Yeah, Van I think Hoffman. that's it. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Right, right. Yeah, but, uh, well, I did like Beatrice. Now, I, I like the sister. I mean, she was yeah. she was the one character. Was one yeah, character. I liked yeah, her. Too. She was the one character I I, yeah, I, I really liked, good. and and of course, Miss Miss Danvers. I, uh, oh, God, I, she she was horrific. I mean, I, you know, I, I, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know why I'm actually. And we assume she burned the house down. Do we assume that that she set it up? And she she left. Yeah. You know that day she burned yeah. the house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, she was really in love with Rebecca. Rebecca. Now, at least you got to say she was a strong woman. <laughs> that one, she's <laughs> evilly strong, but she evil. She knew yeah. what she wanted. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. kind of. You know, this was this was early for this, but I was almost kind of expecting Demorie to, to to give us some kind of to lesbian kind of overtones there oh between uh, between our Rebecca and, 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 and that. I, I mean, oh. Uh, yeah. No. Well, no. That's I what think I'm she, I think she did as much as she could do yeah. at the time. Uh, yeah. Right. But <laughs> right. Uh, at one point, I think she mentioned Mrs. Danvers was opening lingerie drawers and mm-hmm. showing all Rebecca's clothing to um, mm-hmm. the second Mrs. De Winter, which was right. probably as much as the censors would let her get away with the point right. at that uh, point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. I expect. I expect. What's well, the I, next book? What's the next I, I've, book? I've got to go. So uh, we're next reading when, when by Harlan Coben next time. It'll be a lot different than this. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, my, my, my apologies to And to, Alan, to you're a very literature. busy guy, yeah. but I think yeah, you yeah, should yeah, be yeah, the yeah, facilitator. Yeah. You do a great yeah, job, yeah. but that's up well, to you. Well, I'm happy to help however I, I think you're excellent, but you're busy. Course. Busiest man I know. Well, I'm, 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 I'm not busy, Bob. I don't have but I read a lot of books and stuff, but... I'm happy to do whatever I can, or if anybody else wants to do it, we can talk about it. But no, you always have a. You guys have a vote. You know what books we we feel 
I feel good about this group because you can come up with a book um, from the audience. It's not just the chair owner. Right, right. Harlan like Coven is great. So I'm when, yeah, it's when, yeah. The book number is one zero one zero two eight zero eight. When W I N. Wait, do oh, it again. The, the DB. Okay. The one zero two. Eight zero eight zero two eight zero eight. Okay. Yeah, one zero two eight zero eight. So I mean, I started. It's a pretty. It's a pretty good. I mean, it's pretty interesting and stuff. I mean, he's eight zero eight. I've never read the. You know, one zero two eight zero eight. I've never read the 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 Myron Bolitar books, but this this character win is supposed to be. One zero two eight zero eight, Joni. That's what I'm getting. One zero two eight zero eight. Uh huh. Right. Okay. Great. Well, okay. great discussion. And what's the date for the next? Uh, I don't know. That. Oh, hang on. Hang on. The weekend, the fourth Sunday of uh, fourth Sunday, November. The twenty eighth, I think. November, I'll check. November one is a Monday. So seven fourteen twenty one twenty five six seven. Yeah, it is twenty eight. It's the twenty eighth. It sure is. Yep. Thanks. Of November. Uh huh. All right, folks. All right. Well, thank uh, you guys. Thank you all for coming and thank well you done, for, uh, for, thank for, you. for giving me some literary stuff for this Mississippi guy who's. <laughs>